It was reported that Nicolas Cage is filing for an annulment four days after getting married in Las Vegas. Read more about it in this month's issue of That Sounds About Right. <laughs> a woman in Utah survived after her SUV got stuck in the snow and mud for nearly a week. The woman says she couldn't have made it without her children. Her delicious, delicious <laughs> children. Oh, oh my. Oh my. So uh, that Nicolas Cage story got more interesting over the weekend as he got married on Monday and divorced on Thursday of last mm, week. Rough week. There, there were videos. Well, and, up and down. Videos <laughs> and, and pictures surfaced of them yet screaming at each other before the wedding ceremony. Oh, boy. Shortly after the wedding ceremony. Oh, boy. I mean, they... they st- <laughs> It's hard to imagine what was going on. Listen, there. I know the invitations have been sent out, and Aunt Jed, Uncle Jed, has flown in from Poughkeepsie and the rest of it. But if you're screaming at each other before the ceremony, well, eh. well, you're going to have a four-day wedding or uh, marriage. Yeah, is what you're going to yeah, have, probably so. Hey, I didn't intend to bring this up. Are you following the story of the South Carolina college student who got in what she thought was her Uber and is now yes, dead? Yeah. What the horrifying. hell was going on there? So she comes out of the bars. Late at night in Columbia, South Carolina, at the at the Five Points, which I've stumbled out of the bar drunk out of there many times myself, but um, and got in a car she thought was her Uber, then ends up dead. Right. They've arrested a guy, but was he just? How did he even pull that off? Did did she just? Well, no, what, she just saw uh, the right sort of the right brand of car, maybe even the right color. Stopped. She opened the door and said hi and got in. Right, but so did he win the lottery? If you'll pardon the expression, he, as a guy who's willing to kill, uh, uh, and I assume rape, yes, a drunk college student, yes. I mean, she, exactly. She I mean, that's accidentally got into the car of a guy who's willing to rape and murder a young woman. Because yeah. 999,999 blah, blah, blah out of a million are not going to do anything if a college girl tries to get in their car. Certainly like, the vast majority of people. Yeah, it's slightly pushed back on that statistic, but I think the point's right. Like, yeah. 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 Really? You think there are more people yeah. than that are going to rape yeah. and, and, and murder a college girl? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I must have much too high a standard for uh, I mean, it belief might in be mankind. One of ten, th- one in ten thousand. Really? Well, and and listen, I don't want to get too much into it because it's horrifically grim. I will tell you, verify the license plate number because it's right there on your your app, and and make sure they know your name. You know, if you can't see the license plate number or whatever, there are ways to make sure. Now, if you're drunk and it's late at night, maybe you don't think of it, but you should. But anyway. I don't know this guy or his story or his life or whatever. Um, if he's quote unquote the kind of guy who would just rape and murder somebody, or if things spiraled out of control or what, I don't know. But yeah, just well, the fact that it happened, I think is wow. I thought enough. like every human being, practically but one, would say, "What are you doing? Who are you?" Or then, if you realize they were drunk and hammered, uh, I could give you a ride home if you want. Yeah, well. That's not to... Well, yeah, I guess we're. she had incredibly bad luck. How in, I'd say. How incredibly bad is you know, a matter for debate. Uh, coming up, an absolutely beautiful illustration of why central government planning of an economy is just doomed. It just it doesn't work. It's never worked. It can't work, and it never will work. And this is a particularly stupid, stupid effort at central central planning right here in the United States. We'll have more this hour on the whole Joe Biden story. We got this text, goodbye Joe Biden, hello Hillary. If Joe Biden oh, doesn't get in the race. Don't tease me. 
Hillary again? Oh, my God. I I agree that he's the front runner because of name recognition, mostly. Mm -hmm. But if you believe the articles written about it, a lot of the money people are behind him because they think he's got the best chance. Those money people are going to go somewhere. There's an opening. Yeah. And is this what is this what was it's going to take to get Hillary to think, whoa, wait, maybe or or Gavin Newsom in California. Mm. It's a big opening. The front runner drops out. Can you be the front runner if you're not in the race? Well, <laughs> in the polls, he is. The presumptive right. front runner, Sean. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I will tell you this. You remember Trump didn't get in till June. So uh, we're months away from when Trump got in. Right. Right. That's how and early that we was early. And that was early. Yeah, I'll tell you this in terms of a pretty, pretty, pretty Gavin Newsom of California. The only way he runs is if, you know, no clear front runner has emerged, really. And say there is a recession um, or something. There's something that emerges to make it look unlikely ish that Trump gets reelected, because if it's if there's merely an opening on the Democrat side, but. You've got an incumbent president with a strong economy, and Gavin thinks, okay, I just got elected governor, the biggest state in the union. I'm going to abandon that, which will torque off a lot of Californians. Maybe. Although, that might not even be true anymore. But um, because we're so obsessed with the presidency right now, maybe the Democrats of California would be like, would think, oh, good for you. Go win it. Go win it. Be our leader. I think think most. In a way that didn't used to be true. Yeah, I think most uh, D's in California would say, yeah, do it. Right. Get that bleep hole out of the president. That's your super, super progressive universe. For those (laughs) not familiar with old Gavin, he's openly advocated universal health care for illegals. Paid for by the poor sucker taxpayers of California. But anyway, uh, yeah, I could see him thinking, as you've said many times, Jack, my time is now. Yeah. I'm not going to make the uh, Elizabeth Warren mistake, the Joe Biden mistake. The Chris Christie mistake. The Chris Christie mistake. you got to run when you're hot um, and not assume in four years or in eight years I'll be everything even will hotter. be the same. No, 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 no. If your stock's on the rise, you know, sell. I'm not sure how to finish that metaphor. Have you, since we're about out of time, have you seen the polling on the Mueller report? I have not. So this is the first polling that's out from the NBC Wall Street Journal. Does it clear President Trump? The plurality is no at 40%. They, they just answered, they asked that question. That's it? That's the question? Does the that's Mueller report? question. Yeah, I, well, yeah, exactly. I wanted to get into what do you think people mean by this, or I suppose different people mean different things. Does the Mueller report clear President Trump? No at 40%. Yes at 29%, unsure at 31 That's the crazy crowd that wants to wait till the report comes out, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm all for that. Um, and then on a more... Well, you know what? Honestly, I'd be with the not sure. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, let's wait till the, um, let's wait till the dang report comes out. I mean, it more or less it cleared him of the collusion thing, but not the uh, obstruction per- thing. And it's all, I don't know. What was the date he said? The redacted report will be out mid-April, I think. Yeah, he's trying to bury it with the Game of Thrones premiere. <laughs> oh, listen to you. This is fake news. It's in a couple of weeks, yeah. So the Democrats demanded it has to be out by tomorrow. He said it'll be out in two weeks, which is 10 days later. So um, I think we'll be fine. We waited two years. I think we can wait 10 days. Uh, specifically broken down by party, do you believe the Mueller report clears President Trump of wrongdoing? That's the question. Do you believe the Mueller report clears President Trump of wrongdoing? 64% of Republicans say yes, which is interesting. It's only two-thirds. A third mm-hmm. don't say yes. Only 19% of independents, 6% of Democrats. Uh-huh. That's how you get to that number. 
Well, that's an odd question again. By the way, the president's current approval rating sits at 43%. Do I believe the... After uh, the Mueller report, 43%. Okay. So speaking of the Game of Thrones, do I believe the, uh, the, uh, the first episode of this season is a good one? I haven't seen the damn thing. How would I know? How could I begin to answer? That's an odd question. It's an odd question to poll people on. I saw a, a journalist say, um, I feel like a lot of people are doing the same thing they did with the Mueller report. I would think you would have learned your lesson from like a week ago, <laughs> talking about all the bad stuff that's going to be in the, the Mueller report when it comes out. And then if it comes out in two weeks, it's not. Now you've done it twice in two weeks where you predicted all these awful things that didn't happen. <laughs> the media is incapable of learning any lessons at this point, I think. They've lost the capacity. But there are people. I've, I watched the talk shows over the week, and there are plenty of politicians saying, oh, wait till it comes out. You are going to see evidence of wrongdoing. You are going to see, well, okay, are you gonna, you're going down this road again? All right. Politics is the art of enticing or frightening the herd to run in a particular direction. It's not a very good strategy, but it's the best one they have. To keep claiming, oh, clear to collusion. Wait till you see the collusion in the report. Oh, when that report comes out. You gotta keep the herd running. That's what it is, to my mind, anyway. And there might be some embarrassing stuff, but there's a disturbing sex survey out that I would like to talk about at some point this hour. Is it disturbing or not? I guess I. Uh... It, it absolutely is. Okay. As a biologist, it is. Okay, I editorialized there by calling it disturbing. How dare you? That's my opinion. Here's some editorializing. Central planning sucks, and it always will, and it's disastrous. And here's a great example of it from San Francisco, California. Cool. On the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. I've now come across two mentions of Hillary reacting to the Biden debacle with a little enthusiasm. Boy, if you ever want to see an entire nation roll its eyes. (laughs) Hillary going to take another shot. She's figured it. She's re-looked at all the focus groups (laughs) and all the data. And now she's figured out. How to be a human being. She's practiced her laugh. Right. Uh, the Joe Biden story coming up in Marshall's News in a few minutes. Yeah, it looks like, well, I, I think old Uncle Joe's been doomed, but now everybody's catching on that he's doomed. But, you know, we'll let you judge for yourself when you hear the news. So, listen, centrally planned economies don't work for a number of really good reasons, including... You need a five-year plan. Oh, my God. Bureau, five minutes... After a five-year plan is formed, something important has changed. Five hours after a five-year plan has been formed, a lot has changed. And the bureaucrats will then meet for six months to figure out how to amend the five-year plan. And at the end of that six months, absolutely all of their assumptions will be blown up. And it just it never, ever, 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 ever works, and it never will. This is a great and stupid example. 
San Francisco is considering joining New Jersey and Philadelphia in banning cashless Amazon stores as it weighs a bill that would make it one of a growing list of cities forbidding cashless retailers. Lawmakers argue that cashless stores can effectively discriminate against low-income consumers who may not have a bank account or credit card. This sort of thing is so dumb, it's amazing that you even have to argue against it. If it is the only store for 150 miles in every direction, I could see the argument being made, maybe. Although the dude who owns that land and owns that store and runs that store and borrowed the money to run the store and is staffing the store and risked everything he has for he can run the store any damn way he wants. A new store would pop up. Right, It'd exactly. take a while, but a new store would pop up. It says, hey, we take cash if you want to come over here. The idea that the government of San Francisco or Philly or New Jersey is sitting there rubbing their chin thinking, well, I don't know what sort of business is a good idea or not. I don't think that one is. Let's ban that one. That is wrong on its face. I mean, unless the store is doing something horrendous, or discriminating in some terrible way. I mean, it's a, shouldn't you be able to open a store that says we only take one dollar bills? And sure. then when you go out of business, well, that was a dumb idea, wasn't it? So on its or face, if it flourishes, then there will be more that just take one dollar bills. Right. I don't think it would flourish, but on its face, this is well, it's 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 wrong. It's improper. It's unjustifiable. It's terrible. But then you get down to the reality of the thing. Uh, listen, I've spent quite a bit of time with a credit card in my pocket in the city of San Francisco. And there are plenty of stores I don't go in because I can't afford a damn thing in them. Now, is that a discrimina- Is that discrimination against me? It certainly, I don't have the financial capability to go into that store and buy that suit, for instance. It would be ruinous for me to do, particularly in my younger years. Isn't that discriminating against a low-income consumer, pricing your goods that high? I mean, the idea that, and here we come to the two uses of the word discriminate. The real meaning of the word discriminate is to draw distinctions or to make distinctions clear. A a discriminating wine buyer loves Napa brand wine. You know, it's... It means you're, you're, you're particular. I discriminate against aggressive dogs when I'm choosing a dog. Right. Yeah. Right. You differentiate. And there are many, many ways businesses differentiate themselves in terms of image and pricing and there are all sorts of ways. That's the point. There are plenty of stores, if I walked into as a doughy suburban white dad, they'd be like, what the hell are you doing in here? Now, is that hurtful and terrible? The fact that some people don't have credit cards is not a reason to not have stores that only take credit cards. That is an idiotic notion. Quite a few sports stadiums around the country are going to credit cards only uh, because cash takes way too much time. They have to move giant stacks of cash down to the safes below the stadium, and that's security risk. It increases expense. There are a lot of reasons they're doing that. Um, And it's a perfectly reasonable idea, and plenty of working-class people go to sports games. They'll figure it out. Yeah, I don't know how you wouldn't, if you can if you can say you're not allowed to have a store that's cash only, I don't know how you wouldn't go to that next level where you'd say everything here around Union Square is too expensive. You need to have at least one store that sells suits for $100. Or every, well, since they're banning individual stores, every store must have a department for poor people. Or, or oddly, people who don't have credit cards who are 
self-evidently poor according to this. There are lots of friggin' stores. If one says, our business model is plastic only. That's that's America, you numbskulls. That's the point. You get to try stuff. Can you imagine? Again, the great sages of the San Francisco City Council or Philly or New Jersey or whatever, rubbing their chins and saying, high-end pet food? That seems strange. What about people who are poor and have pets? Where will they go? To a different store! <laughs> <laughs> The, well, there is no actually Thomas Sowell has a beautiful quote about this. Um, there are some ideas so stupid only an intellectual could believe them to be solid <laughs> ideas. That's a good one. Yeah, this is yeah, a great well, example. Well, if you open this store that uh, won't take cash in a neighborhood where nobody has credit cards, you're going to go out of business really fast, like by the end of the week. So listen, Valley Brown, District Five, San Francisco, Valley Brown. The co-host of the morning show on the mighty KGO is saying you're out of your mind. You don't understand private enterprise. You're so nuts, you should probably be under the care of a doctor. Do you have a response? Good one. What's coming up in your news, Marsha Phillips? Well, the Biden hair-sniffing story not going away. (laughs) crisis at the U.S. southern border is really blowing up, and Tesla's Elon Musk getting into music. You know, putting aside that we're both straight, if I were to walk up to Marshall and nuzzle his neck right now, how freaking weird would that oh. be? Damned weird. It'd be weird to watch, let alone being a participant. Oh. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. to bet my own money in some sort of weird compulsory yeah. at gunpoint casino or something casino yes that sounds that like a horrible seat. casino i would not be in favor of that business <laughs> no. for instance but if i had a thousand dollars of my own money and i had to bet i would bet biden does not actually enter the race i would not bet against you but, and we're going to explain why in just a little bit, but this stat about Joe Biden from uh, Sean. So when Joe Biden was first elected to the Senate, Pete Buttigieg, Tulsi Gabbard, Julian, was it Julian Castro? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, Julian, yeah Julian Castro. Yeah, and, Julian, whatever. Uh, they had, all three of them had not yet been born. When he w- w- got started in the U.S. Senate. Mm. And Beto O'Rourke was two months old. Oh, boy. Which is an amazing oh, wow. stat. And the reason that I think this is interesting, yeah. I, I heard a, a wise, one of my favorite political commentators say, if Biden doesn't run... It's the end of an entire generation of the Democratic Party. Partially age, partially ideology. Mm -hmm. His crowd, age-wise, is mostly gone. And then the few people that are remaining that are old, they're a completely different ideology than the Democratic Party that he got elected to and was in all these decades. Mm -hmm. So it's a major shift in the D party if he gets out. We're on now to the Bernie Ocasio, that sort of thing. And it's the Biden wing that that those days are yeah. gone. The yeah, Ted Kennedy, the Joe Biden, is. whatever. I don't think old uh, AOC represents a majority. It might be they might turn out to be the represent movers and shakers. the majority of the presidential candidates. That view, mm, yeah, yeah, I guess I don't know. What are we talking about? Let's get the news now, Marsha Phillips. Now, former Vice President Joe Biden is denying again and again that a former Nevada lawmaker's claims that he behaved inappropriately at a campaign event in 2014. 
2015. If sticking your face in a woman's hair and sniffing and kissing, even though you're strangers, is inappropriate. Yeah, I guess it was inappropriate. (laughs) So now we're going to judge everybody. Lucy Flores says Biden kissed her on the back of the head at that event. Leaned in and was like right behind me on my body. And he leans down, smells my hair, and then plants this big, long kiss on the top of my head. And it just happened so suddenly, I I really didn't even know how to respond. In my brain, I just kept thinking, the Vice President of the United States is smelling me. The Vice President of the United States is touching me. He's kissing me. And and I just don't don't know what to do. That's when you move in for the old smell, touch, and kiss. See, I don't think it's sexual. I think he, I think he thinks he's doing a because it was right before she goes on stage to give right, her big speech. Right. I think he thinks he's doing a. You go get him. I'm with you on this. I know you can do it. I think he's a perv. You're a special person. You do. You think he's a sexual perv? Yeah. I think he's got a weird grandpa, uncle, something fatherly thing yeah. going. That's strange. It, uh, yeah. it doesn't matter. I don't know. It you could really be matter. right. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Odd. I'm not sure hair sniffers get get to be president. <laughs> it's odd. He's yeah. old, and he's run twice and gotten nowhere. Biden, Goodbye, Joe. Biden said on Sunday that if he's made anybody feel discomfort, he will listen respectfully. But Flores says... I'm glad that he's willing to listen. I'm, I'm glad that he is clarifying his intentions. Frankly, my point was never about his intentions, and they shouldn't be about his intentions. It should be about the women on the receiving end of that behavior. So she herself says she she didn't think she was sexually harassed. She didn't think it was a sexual thing. He got in her space. So it's, um, and I meant this to be funny when I first said it, but now it might actually become a thing from the Me Too movement to the Me Oo movement. So now being creepy is, people are going to come out and say, yeah, he did something creepy around Me Too. You can't be creepy anymore, which might be good. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see what effect that has, though. I mean, it depends how compelling and how creepy, I think. Lyndon Baines Johnson, president of the United States. Loose pants enthusiast, as we've heard used to walk <laughs> from into, that legendary used, tape. Used to walk into the bathroom and go number two while he was talking to his secretaries, and they had to follow him in there and listen to him. Yes. He also shouldn't be reelected. Is that what, we're, <laughs> I, what, what point are we making? I'm just, I don't know if these are all power plays. Or to become president, you have to have some idiosyncrasies? Or I don't know what that is. <laughs> Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen is sending more agents now to the southern border, sending another 750 U.S. Customs personnel to the border. How about over the weekend, Je Johnson? I'm sorry, you kind of trailed off Je- there. What? Huh? Je- Je- it's J E H. That's, that's Je- the full name. It's pronounced Je. Um, Jeff Johnson, the Ob- Obama's guy, mm-hmm. said it is a crisis at the board. Yep. Clearly So is. is the conversation done now? Can we all admit it's a crisis? We're going to interview, um, uh, actually, after the show this morning, Joshua Wilson, executive VP of the National Border Patrol Council uh, in San Diego. And we will be uh, sharing highlights of that interview with you on the radio show tomorrow. But looking forward to talking to him. It's it, From anybody's perspective, it's a crisis. The all the thousands and thousands and thousands of families with children who are flooding in to try to make spurious or semi-legitimate or legitimate claims of 
um, refugee status, right. and there's nowhere to put them. There's nowhere to house them. There's no capacity to do that. So we're turning people loose by the thousands into the country, and they'll never come back again. It's this is untenable. This is not about Trump. It's not about his executor's emergency order. It's not about the wall. It's about just all being honest with each other and saying we have an untenable situation with immigration. Tesla CEO Elon Musk is dabbling now in the music industry. In a Saturday tweet, Musk posted a link to a rap song he made about Harambe on SoundCloud. A song called R.I.P. Rest in Peace, Harambe's a tribute to the Cincinnati Zoo Gorilla who was killed in 2016. Timely. When a, when a child... Can't rush art, Joe. When a child fell into his cage and grabbed that child. They shot him to get him to put the child down. Here's what Elon uh, sent out. is what happens when you smoke marijuana, young people. Smoke it on some hot hay. Smoking marijuana does this to you. You make songs about big news stories from several years ago. That is difficult to explain right there. What is going on? The NCAA men's Final Four is all set after Auburn took down Kentucky's 77-71 and Michigan State took so out. So a tiger defeated a wildcat? That sounds about right. And Michigan State took out Duke. The Spartans have done it! They knock off the number one seed, Duke, 68-67. There you go. That sounds like a great game. I wish I'd have seen that. The Spartans have made a career out of being under, uh, you know, underrated. You know, there's that whole Xerxes thing I saw that movie about with the, you know, there are only 300 of them. Yeah, <laughs> right. They had way right. more than 300. Right. Wow. Right. Wait a minute. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs> I should read this text for anybody who's on this side of the the belief. Biden's behavior is sexual and very creepy. If it weren't sexual, why does he only do it to men? A friend of mine said... To women. Or, why doesn't he do it to men? Okay. Yeah, right. I read it wrong. Okay. Why doesn't he do it to men? He only has done it to women that we can see. And... Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine said, it bothers me that everybody that claims they're a sex addict, they, they seem to be able to control it unless women are really attractive. Hmm. It's always attractive women. So, um, yeah, and, I've only and seen girls, him, too, but, disturbingly but then, with so Biden. You, you don't believe he's got some sort of pedophile thing going, do you? Uh, no. If it's sexual, he's doing no. the same thing to well, girls. I, but sometimes something can be sexual at times and non-sexual at times. I cuddled my children lots. I also cuddled my wife before we had sex. You know, some people cuddle before intercourse, Jack. You probably cuddle your dog, and as far as I know, right? (laughs) Well, I've heard rumors about me, but yes. Uh, So, I don't know. It's one of those, I don't don't know. Well, that's that's kind of the definition of creepy, though. Creepy is is just, ew, I don't even know what this is. That's what creepy is, right? Well, and or inappropriately, like, premature. I mean, if you just met a girl and you've, you're going out for coffee and you start rubbing on her and stuff, I mean, that's creepy. That's well, borderline a crime. Hold on, I'm um, taking notes here. Yeah, but so. What if you, what if you put, you, okay, you go out to coffee, you meet somebody you just met. It's an online thing. We're yeah. going to meet for coffee. Okay, great. There we the, are. They call your names at the Starbucks. I'll yes. go get that. You come back and you put your, you walk up behind her and you put your hands on her shoulders and then you lean down and you, do your nose into her ear, and then you kiss the back of her head. You're getting hot coffee in your face. That's what. 
Trust me, they hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Tried it four or five times, finally gave up. And that would almost make more sense than Joe Biden up on stage with the Secretary of Defense's wife. The, 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 The first date thing has the potential to go that direction. What he's doing... I don't know what that is. If that's your move, that first date does not have the potential to go that direction. <laughs> you know, it might not be sexual, but most times a heterosexual guy gets very close to a woman and starts nuzzling and smelling. That's a sexual thing. But there's no evidence as a guy who's been in public life for 50, 60 years now. Right. There's nobody out there saying, yeah, he, you know, grabbed me by the this or we had sex good, or for Good point. Not one. Good point. Maybe he's just a sniffer. <laughs> you're, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the, of nation. the nation. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And if they don't stop them, we're closing the border. They'll close it, and we'll, we'll keep it closed for a long time. I'm not playing games. So, uh, to my mind, both that and threatening to end financial aid to the three Central American countries that most of the refugees are coming from, some good Trumpian negotiation. Reminds me of the tariff stuff with China. Anybody who thinks, Trump wants tariffs! No, 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 it's a strategy to get to where you're going. He's just getting their attention. But- yeah, I agree. A lot of times he does that. He says something that he has no intention of doing to, like, yeah, get your attention. I think closing the border seems like a perfectly reasonable reaction to. We've got a hunt this month. They think it's going to be a hundred thousand. Yeah, but uh, closing the bo- the border to all commerce, trucks and cars oh, and tourists, and just sealing the border. Mm. Plus, I don't think we have the capability to do it. Yeah, I don't. But, that's what I wondered when I first heard. But, how would you do that? But, but listen, if you hate Trump, here's one of the things that people liked about him. Both parties have been phony about the border for so long. And finally, he's saying, all right, I'm not going to join in the phony anymore. We're going to do something about it. We're going to close the entire border, which is a crazy idea. But it signals that he's, he's serious about it. So we'll see how that unfolds in the days uh, to come. Why aren't people having sex anymore? Mostly driven by young people. Um, NBC is an arm of the Democratic Party, we now know, from a journalist who swings that direction, by the way. Oh, but- my. Um, I missed that story. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that boy. is a good one. I'll stay tuned. Uh, so my son, who I've talked about on the air quite a bit, has got um, he's got something called PANS, we believe. That was his diagnosis. And it's uh, your brain don't work, right? That's the long and short of it. Google it if you want to learn more about it. But um, we're going to start a treatment for him tomorrow. And it is a nine-hour IV infusion. Oh boy! For a seven-year-old, that you do three days in a row, nine oh hours all three days. Triple O oh boy. Yeah, just like you know, 
it'd be it'd be a big deal if I were doing it. And it's not like the lad is like super placid anyway. No. Yeah. No. So that's a tough thing. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't. I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know. I, I hope we can pull it off. I hope it can be done. They do it because this could be the miracle. It could be the cure. It right. could. It could. It could fix him. It could change his life. It could change all our lives. Oh. Um. And then you do this once a month for three to six months, so it's not even a one-time thing. Ay, caramba! But the uh, yeah, the nine-hour IV infusion. So. It's just been, I don't know, it's been crazy the last, well, seven years. But uh, particularly the last several days, um, preparing for this. And we, we do you do it at home. And just getting the house ready and everything lined up and trying to figure out how to even negotiate this with, like, enough movies for him to watch or just whatever. I don't trying know. To anticipate yeah, trying to anticipate what all you the, need. Yeah, oh and my trying gosh. to prepare him mentally for it. Slowly over time was the psychiatrist's recommendation. We're going to try to new medicine. Then what the medicine's going to be, you know, do for you. Yeah. And the way it's going to be administered. Then how long it's going to take. We still haven't even gotten okay. to, we That's hadn't, good advice. We hadn't gotten yet until today to the, to the, it's not just the one day. Now you're going to do it again the next day. Yeah. But, um, you know, because... Too much at once, and you might freak out, and then just never be able to pull it off. Right, that's a, that's some really good thinking there. Jeez, it's a heck he's of a old thing enough to have agency. I mean, he has his own opinions about you know the world. Yeah, that, that's that's some treatment. When I did chemotherapy, I I had a couple of them that were nine hours long, but it was one day. Mm. Three days in a row would be a drag. Being a seven year old and doing that would oh. really be a drag. You know, young boys, he's got the same energy as any young boy. Good God. Staying in one spot, more or less, for that many hours, three days in a row, is practically impossible. But we'll see how it works out. I'm, and, and, and I hope if we can do it, it works. You know, there's not a guarantee all this stuff works, but I hope it works. Now, have you had to put some some carrots out in oh, beyond yeah. this in order to try to negotiate oh, yeah. it through? So working both angles, I like it. Generally, the carrot for him is a Lego set. And we, uh-huh. went, we went big Lego set. One oh, he's always boy. wanted that's too expensive. Oh boy! And uh, so we we picked that one out yesterday. Thought it was a good idea to buy it. Actually, have it at the house. He gets to he's got that to look at. You get through this. That's your Lego set. Do you have a, a rough estimation to the number of pieces on this gigantic boy, set? Boy, this one, I think it's three thousand. Oh my gosh! It's a big Lego set. <laughs> you know, I've I've had a brilliant idea, Jack. I'm not a pediatrician, but I think you know what would work. Do it each day on a hot air balloon. <laughs> soaring thousands of feet in the air. Such a distraction. Right. Wow, look at You'd this. You'd be like, oh, yeah, there's a needle in my... Oh, well, well, People look, look like ants from up sure, here. Sure, the cows look like cats. Those are cats, son. We haven't taken <laughs> off yet. That just, come on. A million distractions. Hot air balloon. Take it from me. So they got this thing I didn't... I, I hadn't heard of this. This company that's doing it. I wish they'd have had this when I was a kid. They put this thing on your arm that pulsates to distract you. Then they jab you in the other arm. Oh, I had to give blood, and the girl, uh, Saturday morning, she, oh, she was an angel. She had the touch of an angel. It's amazing. She could have done it 15 times. I wouldn't have right. noticed Some it. people are so good. And, and she had what you talked about. She she took the she took the shot like she was Steph Curry. I'm making this. Oh yeah, utter confidence. My That's man the key. Pong, my man Pong, who's the best at it I've ever known. He said it's all about confidence. And he learned that from his buddies that have done it on the uh, the field in Iraq, with right. that you because you got to get it right first time. Right. Bullets flying, life and death. I was thinking of Pong Saturday morning, and he and he learned from them, and it's all about confidence, and you just have to go for it. It's hesitation that 
causes people to be bad at it. I'm, Metaphor for life, Jack. Have you ever had somebody that's bad at sticking you? Oh. God, it's just like... And nobody wants to hear about it. Get a e. new line of work. Right. Stop jabbing me like that. There are lots of jobs you can be bad at. Trust me on this. <laughs> that don't hurt people. Right. Go be bad at selling sportswear. Go be a terrible insurance salesperson. Something other than this. God, so we were going through the whole thing yesterday. How bad is it going to hurt? He kept asking. How much is it going to hurt? Is it going to hurt as much of a shot? And Sam kept telling him, and his older brother, no, it doesn't hurt as much of a shot. Good, it's a way man. less than a shot, which good it man. is. Right. And he said, but how much does it hurt this much? And he'd pinch me, and I'd say, no, it's probably more like this, not even that much. It's just like this pinch, and we are going back with pinches to try to, but no, I don't know. It's weird, though, because uh, I'm this way. I've always had a needle thing. The pain is, it's less than when your brother punches you, for instance, which is going to happen in five minutes when you steal his Legos. Right. <laughs> so it's less than that. Right. Pain doesn't seem to, you know, be a deterrent in many other situations for you. Right. It's less than when you wreck on your bike trying to do some crazy stunt. Which you leap up from and do it again, yeah. generally speaking. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's psychological. It's, uh, right, exactly. I have to... Think about not thinking about it myself, you know, as a, an allegedly mature man. Just not thinking about... It's just, completely irrational, because the pain is so insignificant. Well, it's, it's on an animal level, it's completely rational. We're not designed to have stuff in us, except in rare and delightful circumstances. But, <laughs> Joe Biden? Oh, easy now. Um, <laughs> that was unnecessary. You have to be fairly gratuitous, yes. <laughs> Um, but you have to, you have to like modern man yourself out of your caveman thing. Right. This is incredible technology. It's not doing me any injury. So the idea is they put in the IV, then you know they can unplug it and leave it in his arm. Right. And, but I can't imagine. I don't. Is he going to leave that in all night long? Oh boy! And be able to sleep with it with his sensitivity issues and everything. You I might don't know. have we'll to see. put on and remove a plaster cast every day. I don't. Know. We'll see. That's not as good as my hot air balloon idea, but it's <laughs> it's, it's a thought. <laughs> I'll mention the hot air balloon to uh, Laura. <laughs> see if she thinks that's a good idea. Yeah, see what the doctor said. <laughs> hey, Doc, oh, we got this great idea. Hot air balloon. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.